0: Welcome, folks, to Sing the Flick with Phil and Nick. How you doing, Phil? I'm doing great. Nick, it's been a while. It has been. I've missed you all so much.
1: I've missed you all so much, too. Beautiful. Well, we're back. and Wow. Last one was great with Mike Simpson. We got another heavy performer from the heavy music scene coming right at you. We got Mr. Lucas Gadke.
2: Lucas <laughs> Dr. Mr. Evil himself oh man. fantastic both of them really great yeah just so black and dark just so you so guys dark. know
0: like what Lucas looks like because this is sort of like radio he's like he's above average size he's pretty wearing huge jeans and a sort of flannel shirt and he's got a Pentagram t-shirt on there's a there's a girl on it she's kind of naked she's he's like on fire
2: something I don't know there's
0: fire behind her and then a spiral behind the fire. Yeah, it's a spiral fire,
2: and she's holding like a weird, like a goblet. It of looks some like kind.
0: a Molotov cocktail that she's gonna drink.
2: Everything and about it screams evil it,
1: and tough and bluegrass, which is something you also.
2: Yeah, play. yeah, I also play country music and traditional uh, New Orleans jazz. So let's let's talk. So about why don't
1: it. you tell the folks at home? Yeah, what let's you let's do. talk
2: about Lucas Gadke. Okay, well, uh, I play uh, bass for a band called Blood Ceremony. Who's uh, excellent.
0: Occult rockish. You guys, you guys were in the Rolling Stones magazine of some kind, I thought. <laughs>
2: yes, yes. Oh, yes. uh, well, wasn't the magazine itself, but we were uh, the we were on the top twenty metal albums of two thousand thirteen for our latest record, The Eldritch
0: Dark. On the website? Yeah, on the website. Oh, uh, see, that's the new medium. These yeah. websites.
2: Well, I don't know if you ever looked at Rolling Stone magazine lately, but it's terrible. It's maybe the worst
0: magazine of all time. Wow, we're gonna tweet them <laughs> that Blood Ceremony said, "Fuck <laughs> Rolling start, Stones." We're
2: starting to beef. We're Starting to beef with every oh, every print good. magazine pretty well. Here. Every
1: time I see a Rolling Stone magazine, it's like the anniversary of some Rolling Stones album or Beatles like yeah. anniversary edition.
0: Cloud City Studios, where we are uh, currently recording from as we speak, is right next to a butcher shop. Uh, you know what? Let's give a shout out to Macholaria Enzo down there gives out the best cuts in town. <laughs> And he loves it when we start beef, because it's great for sales. (laughs) Let's talk about this week's film, Phil. What are we going to watch? Hashtag starting beef with Enzo, everybody. (laughs) Get on your smartphones. Talk to Enzo for your beef needs today.
1: Well, you and me wanted to do Kevin Costner.
0: We love Kevin. We were thinking about some of his prolific films and how he was maybe one of the most ridiculous. He's really the Brian Adams of acting from that era in the 90s.
2: Yeah, there was like in the late 80s and the 90s, there was a time when he was like... Mr. Hollywood. He and he was could kind do no of like wrong.
0: Dad hero. Yeah. Everywhere he went.
2: It's like it's like the untouchables, sure. You know, uh yeah, Dances yeah. with Wolves. Sure. You know, and then this film that we're watching.
0: Mm-hmm. What is if it, Phil?
1: Well, what is it? Lucas.
0: Field of Dreams. Oh, Field of Dreams. Right. Cool. When we were deciding who to have as a guest, we thought who loves baseball that we know? <laughs> and I guessed Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> is that, I, is that I'm, right? I'm partial to baseball.
2: But yeah. do you have a glove? uh no did you have a glove yeah i played baseball as a kid perfect have you ever been
0: to a cornfield have you ever had dreams? I've been to
2: several <laughs> cornfields. I've never had a dream. Have you ever uh, got a hot dog lodged in your throat? I, it's 100%. <laughs> it happens more... Have you ever
0: th- met a deep-voiced old man who showed you the way of uh, myth, sort of mythology? He had a, like a high voice. It was kind of... It was really annoying, actually. Right, okay. Like, so just... it sounds like Lucas is exactly what we're looking for here to help guide us through this uh, amazing film. Phil, you did a little bit of research on this award-nominated film. What categories was Field of Dreams <laughs> nominated. Him. Well,
1: if my memory serves me correct, it was nominated for best original score. So listen to the music, guys. Okay, for you li- watching that. at home, listen to the score. It's not a winner, but it almost was. <laughs> and best adapted screenplay.
2: Yeah, because it's based on the film. Uh, it's based on sorry the book. It's based on the book, uh, like, was it Shoeless Joe? Sure. Or something like that. I I read the book in grade seven, actually. really. See, we we brought in our resident literary
0: expert on Field of Dreams. You're the most experienced. (laughs) You're baseball. You're
2: like Billy Crystal in
0: the... Ken Burns documentary. Um, you know, yeah. A,
2: exactly. Yeah.
0: You could have you could almost if you weren't like a little guy, you wouldn't maybe you're pretty big. You're good size for a baseball player, actually. You'd be uh, a third baseman, maybe. Yeah. Billy Crystal, that was his thing. Umpire. He was like he was like, I was really good, you know, but I was a little too shitty and you know, he was good. I was really good, I just
1: wasn't good enough. But, really uh, exciting stuff. Yeah, and it was also nominated for Best Picture. Wow. And I was thinking wow. Nick, who knows, maybe this will be a new sing the flick tradition every time we watch a Kevin Costner movie. We'll have Lucas Gadke here. We were thinking that about that. That would be great. Yeah, that would
2: be really good. I will really like Kevin Costner. <laughs> we should watch Bull Durham next, which is his other baseball movie.
0: He has he did he did another one after that where he played an aging pitcher, I believe. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a late one? In fact, I think he may have done as many as four baseball films at this point. He's kind of a baseball film guy. He also did a football film where I think he played the general manager or something like that. So he's really involved in sports. Tin Cup, Tin Cup. That's a golf movie. Was he in golf Angels? As a was he in Angels in the Outfield? That was Danny Glover. Damn. And Christopher Lloyd. I
2: get Danny Glover and <laughs> Kevin Costner confused all the time. Me too. Uh... Me too. Did I
0: you totally see that understand. interview
1: where the guy's like, mistakes Danny Glover for Kevin Costner? <laughs>
2: that classic YouTube clip. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's really crazy. But let's, uh, let's get it, let's get started. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing what you think about the movie. Yeah, for those of
0: you, you watching... Like,
2: are you excited? I'm very excited. <laughs> Feels excited. You excited?
0: That's exciting.
2: Yeah, well, I'm, ex- I'm getting excited. We're going to have pizza and we're going to write a great yeah, song. We're
0: going to eat pizza because that's a baseball classic. Uh, one quick thing <laughs> for, for those of you who are watching at home, uh, try and, you know, watch this film with fresh eyes and think of what it's like to be a little tiny boy or girl who loves baseball and the Midwest of the United States and think about what it would be like to consider Kevin Costner and his blousing shirts tucked into jeans as a very attractive man because a lot of time has passed. It's been 20 years or so. So just just try and, try and sink in the whole experience because this is a very deep uh, uh, awe-inspiring film that almost should have been made by Ron Howard but in fact I do not think it was. No,
1: it was made by a guy. I didn't recognize.
0: Okay, great. Well, that's a great way to cap things off. So thank you for joining (laughs) us at Sing the Flick with Phil Nick. After we watch this film, we're going to come back and we're going to make an original song, as you all know. And uh, here we go. Field of Dreams.
1: Wait. Hashtag starting beef with Enzo.
0: Starting beef with Enzo. All right, we're back. We just watched Field of Dreams. What do you guys think?
1: I was moved to tears. I got shivers. Didn't
2: know why.
0: Maybe that funky pizza we ate.
2: Yeah. We ate a lot of it.
0: Yeah, we always do.
2: That's like the classic baseball move, though. You order two extra-large pizzas, and you just fill up at the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, I put a couple glasses of water.
0: I put mustard on mine.
2: That's uh, that's like a Southern Massachusetts style, I think. Yeah, yeah. Southern
0: Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah.
1: In honor of their trip to Flyway. Yeah. yeah. W-
0: a Wimbledon, Massachusetts.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, I thought it was great.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: So I, I paid attention the whole time.
0: At one point, you
2: followed the plot like really well. I was really impressed. At, at <laughs>
0: one point, we were in maybe the most pivotal moment of the film. <laughs> uh, if we're just going to spoil it for those of you who haven't seen it, it was like uh, you know. There's all these ghosts on the on the on the baseball f- field playing, and they got this guy uh, Moonlight Arch, Archie Moonlight, Moonlight Graham, Graham yeah. to to play, and you know he'd become a doctor because he washed out, and he wanted his one big chance to play baseball. And the, the little girl gets a hot dog stuck in her throat and falls off the bleachers, and we need the doctor, and he has to step off the field, but then he could never be a doctor. Stuck as a doctor, can't ever play baseball again. And Phil is like. Who is that guy?
2: <laughs>
0: what, what's going no. on? He's been oh, in the he's movie. He's been in
2: the movie for like ten minutes, yeah. like twenty minutes even. I yeah, think. and no, they, they've I set do. him
0: up for forty-five minutes. I just
2: didn't see the transition.
0: I actually, I I usually don't want to be like violent in the middle of a film because <laughs> I don't believe in violence in movies. This is a violent violence free film. You're a pacifist. Film. A, I am a film. That's yeah. how I catch you. Yeah, like Terrence Mann, You're about to be a great hero. A
1: crowbar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, so, it was great.
2: It was a good movie. It's, it's got the kind of like, uh, it captures the kind of pastoral essence of baseball. You know, it's uh, well shot. The uh, Academy almost award-winning soundtrack is pretty average.
0: It was kind of average. One of the things I really liked was the way that the dialogue was written. It was things like, you know, uh, Kevin Costner's ghost dad, not Bill Cosby, is walking towards him because uh, he's back as a baseball player, and he's standing with his wife, Kevin Costner, and the guy's walk towards him. We have a shot of it. His dad walked towards him. He's like, it's him. What am I going to say? <laughs> like, the internal... That's the great thing about Kevin Costner in this film, uh, is that he's incapable... Like, everything that he thinks, like, we never have to worry about what he's thinking, because he's, he's totally saying it.
2: It also seems he's able to kind of, like change how far his voice projects and spe- still speak it at the same volume like at the beginning when he was yelling probably like you know like good 500 meters away from yeah. his wife and she was like able to hear him perfectly did you fine. hear
0: that yeah no <laughs> no i didn't what do you mean let's go have dinner what are your thoughts on cornfields on the ozone layer
2: they're crazy yeah. <laughs> all of those ozone layers are crazy oh, so man.
1: Yeah, just a just a crazy movie in general.
0: I don't think it was crazy at all. <laughs> <laughs> couple really, a couple of yeah. things that I think you don't are think s- so? Sing the Flick trademarks: seri- dad. serious dad issues in this film. Dad issues. We we love movies with films. That's two baseball films we watched. Both they're pretty much just about dads, missing dads.
1: We both have
2: James Earl Jones. Dead
0: dads. Sandlot has James Earl Jones also. Holy shit! Yeah, I never thought of that.
2: Yeah. Wow, You should keep up the whole James Earl Jones theme. Yeah, we're going to have you for every,
0: for every baseball slash James Earl Jones slash, dad slash Kevin Costner slash dad, 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 dad movie we watch. Lucas yeah. Gatke is going to be with us. So
2: uh, next week is going to be the Lion King, I assume. Kevin
0: Costner plays Simba in the Lion King, Yes, he right? does. Or, he, or he's Zazu. That's right, he's Zazu.
2: <laughs> I think he actually plays Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> as one of the hyenas.
0: He was incredible in Star Trek as Guinan. No one believed for all those years. Because Whoopi, Whoopi was busy making like really good films like Eddie, where she coaches the Knicks, that Sister one. Or Sister Act. Sister Act 2. Um, Little Rascals. Yeah. Sister Act Two actually featured <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Costner as Lauren Hill. Um, wow. Um, wow, this is getting out. Yeah, yeah. A couple of really uh, fun little little tidbits from that film. Um, I liked how James Earl Jones just happened to have like I guess it was for his plants, but it was like it's like a water spraying old. He had all this old school shit. in his place. pesticide. A really long crowbar. That wacky cool doorbell with the chains on it and And it seemed like
2: his door was also weighted to keep people from like
0: getting in like if he Kevin Costner did sort of force his way in but I thought that maybe an anvil was going to fall on his head or a shotgun was going to shoot him or something and I
2: I can't remember if I said at the beginning but I guess the whole thing in the film is that Terrence Mann in the film is in the book is actually J.D. Salinger Yeah, or somebody that represents J.D. Salinger I can't remember if it's actually J.D. Salinger in the book or not but it's like that's in grade 7 i remember that being explained to me that it was more about catcher in the rye and that kind of stuff
0: it's, yeah you, you, you like screw off the 60s are over fuck your dad's dead yeah the greatest
2: the greatest time period was definitely like turn of the century 2001 2002. That's probably that's replaced the 60s now. I think think. the film needs to learn that. (laughs) Like, like, yeah, 9 11 was sort of like the 60s. Pretty well. It was our our generation's um, uh, Timothy Leary
1: (laughs) electric (laughs) cooler. Turn
2: on and tune out. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, that's beautiful. George Bush is our, uh, yeah, is our Jack Kerouac. That's really beautiful.
0: Actually, when you think about it, He's just typing. <laughs> he's just saying, he's just making up his own words. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So many parallels in
1: this movie. Baseball, man. I wish I had a better connection with baseball. Although,
2: really?
0: we'll I'm go see some games next year, man. Let's go. Phil, you go to Christie Pit sometimes and watch the Toronto manali- Maple Leaf. It's true.
1: It's the only Maple Leafs I care about.
0: <laughs> Me too. I liked it when they had Paul Jerick in the late 90s after he fizzled out of the Blue Jays. That doesn't mean I went to watch them. Did you
1: ever way. go watch them at Christie Pits? That's very I've, Field of Dreams. I've never done
2: that actually.
0: Yeah, I it's always great. wanted to do that. I always thought that there'd be red hots there. We
1: should dress up like we're in the twenties and
2: oh, just man. take over the field. We <laughs> should dress
0: up like we're in the late eighties and take <laughs> over the field. I, I really want like a blousing shirt and yeah. some tight, like really light colored jeans, like no Jerry, like Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld. style. Yeah. yeah. So ironic that he was complaining about a puffy shirt in one episode. Of he, he wore well a puffy shirt every. Only wears of a puffy shirt, yeah. Yeah. No, How good. do you even move in those kinds of pants? Have you guys ever seen? <laughs>
2: um, have you guys ever seen Dirty Work? That film, absolutely. You yeah. should if, watch it again and look at the size of Norm McDonald's shirt yeah. shirts in that film. It's incredible. Yeah,
0: he dresses it, like Phil dresses like Norm McDonald. Uh, like I, he's like a modern Norm Macdonald. He's yeah. like lean and mean, but he, you know yeah. it's the same sort of outfits.
2: Yeah except like Norm McDonald's wearing like triple XL shirts in that movie it's insane yeah it's whereas, whereas Phil just wears double XL
1: double XL but yeah no I'm I'm excited and I'm excited to see what type of song we come up with
2: it's
0: gonna be a baseball song it's gonna be a song about America's Midwest which is the heartland of the United States it's yeah. so gonna be a good old fashioned values um, not, you know, corn
1: corn yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely about some coal. burning
2: books, doctors. Yeah, I wa- what I want
0: one books. thing I wonder about this, one thing I want to know about this film is that it seemed like the land they had was just a vast expanse of land and they were like how are you going to survive if you have a baseball field amount of land that isn't producing corn, and it seemed to be a kind of a small percentage of their property?
2: yeah, that's true. I mean how much like what, what's pretty the swing on before. profit
0: you know uh, like a baseball
2: if, field is what like probably like four hundred yards by four hundred yards? Maybe that's where they you know? grew the pot It's like less corn. than so twenty two
0: hundred dollars an acre, how much is an acre? God, I, don't fucking I know, know. Jesus, Are you allowed right? to swear? Oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah it's not yeah. radio. Uh, just so you guys know it's worth mentioning that Lucas Gadkey is a former radio host. Yeah. He used to host Super Heavy Sounds after Mike Simpson, our previous guest. And uh, after this, we're going to have the person who hosted after Lucas Gadke, which is no one.
2: Dude, no one's going to be no, on. No one will be on the He's next He's tough show. to get. L- yeah. Lucas, when, when's your show? Oh, that's right. I'm playing with a uh, my new project, a doom metal band called Voller. On November 29th at the Smiling Buddha Bar with Godstopper, Mike Simpson's band, right. and Sordalasia, who are like a brutal, evil black metal band from
0: Toronto. That's wonderful. That's that's a Saturday night.
2: That's a, that's a ripping Saturday night that's great for you. It's, it's a
0: free show. It's the Friday after Phil and mine gig at the Cameron House. The Smiling Buddha Bar is right by my place, so if you guys go to that show, please stop annoying my fucking wife by smoking in front of my front door or hang out on my goddamn fire escape. I am very much... Am not an- fucking kidding. I'm
2: anti-smoking. I'm going to bust up anybody smoking at oh, that thing. Oh, yeah.
1: What's your stance on the patios?
2: Patios smoking? I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like it doesn't... You know, sometimes it bugs me and sometimes it doesn't. But, like... Precisely. But, like, I think, I think it's a little nuts that they're going to ban patio smoking.
1: Well, we'll see. And audience listening, you'll see what our song is just after this little break
0: with your ears thank you thanks for listening to sing the fleck here's our original tune this is iowa Special thanks to Lucas Gadke, performing as Terrence Mann, played by James Earl Jones. Phil as Archie Moonlight Graham. Myself, Nick Tien, as Karen Kinsella.
3: Say it. This This is our